Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the God Pod. I'm your host of hosts, the good lord with the most, the one and only Almighty God. Thank you for joining us as we attempt to restore order to the multiverse. Your starting lineup for today's pod. He gave his life to save you from sin and it didn't even work. It's Jesus Christ. Don't remind me. Just a ray of sunshine. It's the angel of death. Hi. Hey. Hey, everybody. Today on the God Pod, Eisner winning comic book writer Dan Slott is here. You are going to love this, humans. Stick around. After we interview Dan, we're going to play some fun games, all comic book related. So it's great. We're we're not going to talk about news or depressing stuff at all. (laughs) How was your weekend, gang? Pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah, we went to the zoo. It was a great time. Jesus, you know, a lot of the animals were hiding, but you really enjoyed that ride on the train. Yes, I, I really do love train rides. And then we got you some ice cream. Just got a wonderful day. Got me an elephant pandemic. stuffed animal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was nice to be out. And I also had a great weekend because I learned how to make pesto. Ooh, Ooh. congrats, Death. How'd it turn out? It was good. I used pine nuts. <laughs> Can't wait to try it someday. Yeah. So uh, I on Clubhouse last night, I got to talk to Bill Burr, which was oh, insane. Yeah, I, cool. I said I was a big fan. I love your show, F is for Family. He liked that. I said, but what was it like working with Baby Yoda on The Mandalorian? <laughs> and he said, it was weird, God. <laughs> it's a robot and it's moving slowly. But anyway, it was fun. <laughs> Dear humans, if you enjoy the God Pod, please make sure to subscribe. And download our episodes, stream it on Spotify, whatever you can do to help would be great. We also would really love it if you join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thegodpod. You get an extra episode every week. You get to talk to me, the Lord thy God, on our private chat server, as well as your fellow heathens and atheists. It's a great place to hang out with like-minded souls like you. We just really need your help, okay? Friggin' these televangelists are always buying their third private jet, okay? It's five bucks a month. Please, support our cause. Help us out. If you don't, you'll go to hell. If you do, you'll go to heaven. How? I gotta start resorting to their tactics now? Damn it! I want a private jet. No, I don't. I just want to keep this podcast going. It would really, really help us out if you join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash the God Pod. This podcast only exists thanks to contributions by listeners like you. Thanks, humans. So, uh, with no further ado, our guest today, Dan Slott, is the current writer on Marvel Comics Fantastic Four. He's best known for his long run on The Amazing Spider Man, as well as Arkham Asylum, Living Hell, She Hulk, Silver Surfer, The Superior Spider Man. Tony Stark, Iron Man, The Mighty Avengers, Batman Adventures, and Ren and Stimpy in 2004. Hi, hi Dan. 
but he's not I, done yet. Oh no! <laughs> During his run on on Spider Man, he uh, wrote the Spider Verse event. Did you know this, Jesus? No, that's that incredible. the movie, our favorite movie, Into the Spider Verse, was based on. Whoa! Um, and then he won uh, Lo- loosely, loosely. loosely. Very, I know, I know, very I, loosely. I, well, you're omniscient, you know. I, you know, there were some key similarities there. And then his Silver Surfer number 11 won the Eisner Award for Best Single Issue of the Year. Welcome to the God Pod, Dan Slott. We're so honored to have you with us. Hi, it's great to be here, God and Jesus and Angel of Death. Hi. Hello. Hello. Congrats congrats on your amazing career. I'm old. (laughs) Me too, Dan. Me too. Uh, (laughs) What made you want to write comic books? It was my dream job. It's what I always wanted to do uh, since I was a little kid. Uh, and once I finished college, I went straight to Marvel. Wow. And I, I lied. I said I was still in college and did a college internship. Oh. And then I became the <laughs> college intern who never left. Fake it till you make it. Just like Captain America lied about his age to try and get into the, the army, right? Sure. <laughs> let's, let's put it like that. They, lo- they loved that. <laughs> Um, wow. Am I absolved now? You now are absolved, sir. Thank yes. you. Oh, that made coming on the pod all so worth it. <laughs> that is weight on my soul. <laughs> so, so what was your first love as a child in comic books? Oh man, it's Spider Man from course, watching right? watching the old nineteen sixty seven cartoon uh, in you know in in repeats every day after school. Spider Man's mm. the best. Yeah. But you're currently writing Fantastic Four. What's that like? For the longest time, like the back then, the editor in chief of Marvel, when I was wrapping up my run of Spidey, uh, said, "What do you want to do?" And he offered me X Men, and I went, "Nah." Wow. <laughs> and he, he went like, "Okay, okay. What about Deadpool?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> and he kept he kept throwing stuff at me, and he went, "Okay, fine. What do you want to do?" And I said, uh, "I would like to do Fantastic Four or Indiana Jones." Because nice. we have the Lucas license, uh, because Disney, Marvel, right. Lucas, all one big happy. And he said to me, "We are not doing Indiana Jones or Fantastic Four. And I went like, "All right." And then we kept meeting up every couple months, and he was like, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "Fantastic Four, or Indiana Jones." And he'd be like, ah! <laughs> and then "I love finally, you already." Yeah. Then the the Fox deal went through, and the the you know clouds parted and i got to do fantastic four and i was all like yay yeah i mean when you when you're the best you get to pick your projects right oh pshaw oh Um, come on it it was it was kind of cool because like um the reason why for me it was like i just want fantastic four uh the first comics i ever read like i knew who spider-man was and i knew who batman was because they were on tv like the super friends um, but the first comic I ever read was my cousin lent me his fantastic fours. Mm. So that was, uh, uh, he started me on the Galactus trilogy, which is the introduction of silver surfer. So like the first ever silver surfer comic and the fantastic four, that was my entryway into the Marvel universe mm. and the world of comics. So it's like, I've always, all I've ever really wanted to do is Spider-Man or Fantastic Four. I, I share those loves because like Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility. That hit me right here. And <laughs> I'm pointing at my heart, humans, because I have great power. 
And then Fantastic Four, the whole Galactus thing, there's this huge godlike dude that just eats planets. That also hit close to home. God, do you want to be a comic book character? Should we make a, a comic book? <laughs> desperately. <laughs> I mean, I've been depicted in comics before, but uh, yeah, I desperately want to work with Dan, actually. Oh, this is a good time to announce, uh, gang, we are, we are going to be developed as a pilot uh, and, a, and a pitch with a production house. So, so yeah, I need to get some, some good brains on uh, that. I can't tell if he's kidding or serious. I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Let me ask you, because clearly you are the powered being. So what would be your secret identity? Secret identity? Yeah, because, you know, by day, you know, when you go into action, you'd go into his God. I mean, you wouldn't turn into super God. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. So you would well, need a secret identity yeah. by day. Like when you're amongst the humans. If I tell you, shop. if I tell you, it won't be a secret anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I see how this is. Anybody can wear the mask. All right, so um, it's exciting, gang. It's exciting. Big things. Moses is still out on paternity leave. Uh, the Holy Spirit couldn't be here today. I'm sorry, humans. I know how much you love the Holy Spirit. She's so funny. But she couldn't be here today. But hang in there. Big things are coming. Anyway, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, loved it. I, You know, you wrote the original Spider-Verse event. Okay, that eventually became the now legendary film, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. This is one of my favorite films. I've watched it at least a hundred times. Jesus can vouch for me. Mm-hmm. I, in my heart, it even surpassed Star Wars. Whoa, I will whoa, say. whoa. Which is, I know, I know, right? That moment when, when you say that to yourself and you're like, really, God? Really? Are you doing this? It's true. What was it like seeing your work be adapted into what many consider the best Spider-Man movie of, ever of made? all time? Yeah. Uh, well, the the original Spider-Verse event, uh, I don't know if you play video games. I worked on a video game called, I wrote a video game called uh, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions. I didn't play that one, it's, but I do play video games. You get to be like four Spider-Man of four alternate realities. Right. Spider-Man Noir. Like you'll know these guys from the movies. Right. Spider-Man Noir. Oh, I gotta uh, check that Ult- out. Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man 2099, who you saw at the very end doing the pointy. Yeah, and uh, the normal 616 universe everyday Spider-Man. Um, and when I was working on the game, it was bugging me that the four Spider-Man, it was a single player game, they weren't meeting. They were all doing their little individual missions in other dimensions, and they could only meet up in the cutscenes. Wow. Um, and I called my editor from the video game uh, company. I called him back in New York, and I was like, this game is bugging me. <laughs> like, I love the game, and I love telling the story. We should rip this off. <laughs> and we should, <laughs> instead of just doing four Spider-Man, we should do every Spider-Man that has ever existed, ever, and put them all in one giant adventure. And then we started creating other Spider-Men that we could throw into. So our event had like Jared Way uh, from My Chemical Romance created Penny Parker um, and the robot. And he was Spider and we uh, folded them in. Uh, We told Jason Latour, hey, how would you like to write about the uh, Gwen Stacy who gets spider powers. 
because we're going to use her in the book. And he came up with uh, Robbie and Rico, this whole new take on how to do Spider-Gwen. Um, one of the things I fought like, like a madman working on uh, Shattered Dimensions was I told the guys designing the game, we've got to stick Spider-Ham in here. Yeah. And they were like, Spider-Ham? What's Spider-Ham? I'm like, he's this character that already exists. He's Peter Porker. He is, he's the best, a, the best ever. Yes. He, he's actually a spider that's bitten by a radioactive pig. <laughs> and, and he's just one of the coolest characters. And they thought I was insane. I, everyone and always I just, thinks that, right? When you bring I, a I spider just kept pig. Pushing, yeah, I just kept pushing and pushing for Spider-Ham Spider in this game. And they they stuck him in and cut scenes. And at the end, and when we did um, like WonderCon to promote the game in San Francisco, we had this big panel and you know what it's like because you've done San Diego. Right, of course. Like, <laughs> I've been there. Yes. You've been there. I Jesus love has been there. Yeah. I report back to God. They open up the panels for questions. And one by one, every single like fan, because they saw a brief snippet of Spider-Ham, went, is Spider-Ham in the game? Yes. Are we going to see Spider-Ham? Exactly. And then backstage, like all the game developers were hugging me, like, thank you. Thank you for making us put Spider-Ham in this game. Like, you know your people. Yeah, That's you do. Amazing. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So it was like this big thrill to have, you know, to come up with this giant story with Spider-Ham in it. And we created Spider-Punk and we created uh, all these. Uh, we used so characters that already exist, like Spider-Man India. Um, it was it was so much fun. Um, yeah. But the comic is very different, even though Miles is in it. Yeah. Um, it's very different from the thing that eventually became like one of the greatest movies of all time from right. Lord and Miller and their crew. Our story was kind of about th this Spider-Man villain called Moreland, who, when he shows up in the comics, he almost always almost kills Spider-Man or sometimes he even does. And we have to do tricks to bring Spider-Man back to life. He is one of Spider-Man's most vicious enemies. Um, and he's this kind of vampire that feasts on beings who have spider powers. Right, right. And we created this whole, you know, family for him. And they were hunting through the universe and killing all the Spider-Men. Right. So our Spider-Verse saga was way more bloody and nasty and mean. Yeah. I was reading the synopsis on Wikipedia last night. And yeah, it was just a massive battle across dimensions with against these yeah and then there was like one of the spider-men became evil at the end and tried to take control of everything right it's this weird giant free-for-all yeah. kind yeah, of yeah, spider-man yeah. snuff film yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the infinity gauntlet but was only spider-man with only spider-man and at one point like i was pitching it in the room um and when we have these giant marvel creative summits you're constantly pitching the same story again for new people in the room. And when the first time this one writer artist, Scotty Young heard it, he'd created a Spider-Man in another dimension who is Spider-Man manga. Um, it was very Japanese anime right. style Spider-Man. And he put a lot of love into this character. And when he heard the story at the first break, he came up to me and I'm, I'm, I'm we. I'm like 5'3", and he's a giant of a man, Scotty Young, next to me. And he was like, Dan? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you're not going to kill manga Spider-Man, are you? Aww. And he, it was the puppy dog face. And I was like, no, Scotty, I'm not killing him. I was so going to kill him. <laughs> 
I was going to murder him. And I went to my senior VP, like Tom Brevoort, and I went, you know, Scotty heard, and he asked me not to kill Manga Spider-Man. And once all the other writers here, they're all going to come and ask me not to kill their Spider-Man. What do I do? And he, and Tom said to me, kill them all. Just kill whoever you want. Just kill, kill, kill. Of thrones. Yeah. And I was like, really? It's like, yeah. And then we got permission to use Subhideman, who is the live action ja- uh, Japanese Spider-Man. If you've never seen them, they're the greatest thing in the history of mankind. Marvel gave the license in the uh, in the 80s to a company in Japan, Toei, to create their own version of Spider-Man. And the costume's similar, except he can summon a giant robot. And <laughs> he, has a, he has a Formula One race car with machine guns mounted on it that can fly it's the most insane thing and it's actually the inspiration it came before power rangers japanese spider-man is the inspiration to power all the sentai shows um and we got permission to use spider-man in the comic and in spider-verse we got permission to use like every spider-man ever and as soon as we got permission to use spider-man uh, Tom Brevoort, our senior VP, loves Spider-Man, has seen every episode. And he came up to me, you know, Mr. Kill Them All, and he said, don't you dare kill Spider-Man. <laughs> Passions run high in yeah. the comic world, don't they? Very much. It's almost like religion at this point. I'm a bit scared. But, uh... <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know Spider-Man and his amazing friends? Like Firestar and Iceman and yeah, that yeah. old cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, we murdered them. And <laughs> someone did this horrible YouTube video where they went to Dan Gilvezan, the voice of 80s Spider-Man from Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And they showed him a printout of that page of all of them slaughtered. And do you remember Miss Lion, the little dog? She's the only survivor and she's on top of their dead bodies and, and howling in, in sadness. And they showed Dan Gilvezan a, a picture of this and he went, why would someone why? do this? Why? <laughs> why? Why do you hate me? I mean, death. Can you believe this? Dan really gets what it is to be to do he, our job. He, he gets it. I uh, hearing about all these slaughters. I feel like death should be uh, included in the uh, Marvel universe. Just saying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would want my secret power to be that I get invited to every dinner party. That is the greatest superpower of all time. And you bring that. your yeah. own pesto. <laughs> yeah. Pine nuts. Of death. Everyone's allergic. But I, I love the, you know, the mix of, of action with heart and comedy that you bring. And it's just wonderful. How does it feel knowing that any of the stories you're currently writing may someday turn into movies that you get to see, you know, in the Marvel in the MCU? It is, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I've got my fingers crossed now because, um, the She-Hulk TV show that they're filming right now, mm-hmm. um, it's cl- they've already said it's going to be a, a legal comedy drama. And that was our setup for uh, my run and a later run uh, by another writer, Charles Soule. And I, it was the first comic I pitched when I came over to Marvel. My first superhero uh, ongoing book was I said, I want to do She-Hulk and I want to do it like Ali McBeal with muscles. <laughs> and because she's a lawyer and they always kept the lawyer side of her in her secret identity side. It didn't kind of pass over to her. She Hulk side that much. Mm -hmm. And I was like, let's look at law in the Marvel universe. 
Like, is x-ray vision an invasion of privacy? Uh, can, a, can a ghost testify at their own murder trial? Yeah. Like, the things that could only happen in the world of comics. Um, <laughs> so, like, we, we did a story where uh, Spider-Man sues the Daily Bugle for, 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 like, libel or slander. It was really fun. Love it. That reminds yeah. me of that show, The Boys, on Amazon. Have you seen that? Yeah. Of I'm, course, I'm friends right? with Derek. Um, How good. Yeah. Love that show because it's just, it's a satire. If you haven't seen it, listeners, it's it's just a kind of a satire of what it would really be like if there were these people superhero uh, with superpowers and how they, many of them, the power goes straight to their heads and they start abusing their powers. And it's just, it's just a totally different take on this whole superhero culture. That another thing that hit really close to home. I'm like, am I the bad guy? Anyway. <laughs> What's the key to writing good stories, Dan? People would ask me, like, what's my job, like, when I was writing Spider-Man? And I would say it's my job to torture Peter Parker. It's it's my job to put these characters through the ringer um, and to surprise you. The, the, the hardest thing about comics right now is that a character like Spider-Man or the Fantastic Four or Hulk or Captain America, they, they've been around for 60 years. And right. so many stories have been told with them. How do you how do you find that story that hasn't been told yet? Hmm. It's a really fun challenge and also a way to like if I told you tomorrow, like, oh, we're doing a story where we kill Spider-Man. You know, your first thought is like, yeah, how are you bringing him back? Right. Because <laughs> you've, you've read so many comics and you've seen so many TV shows. So it's how do you get to that cliffhanger where people are actually invested and they go, I have no idea what's going to happen next. I have to. You, the job you have when you're a comic writer is you're Scheherazade. And you've got to spin the story in such a way where people want to come back next month. They right. have to know. <laughs> it, 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 like, oh, my God. If, if we could, we would lace the comics with crack, but we can't. Scheherazade was a great storyteller. There's no, there's no question. That's, that's exactly what it is. And I'm so glad you get it because I used to read comic books. And it's like, I feel like I've read this one before. Oh, Spider-Man's doing this again, you know, and uh, I, I really appreciate how difficult that must be uh, here on Earth 616, where you reside. Yes. To, to, <laughs> that's what people don't know. There's many different uh, multiverses, right? We talk about it a lot here on the God Pod. The one that you're on, listeners, is Earth 616, okay? And that's the core Marvel universe where everything is pretty much the same. Uh, uh, but there is also Wakanda. <laughs> it's, it's the world outside your window. Right, right. And um, if you watch Spider-Verse, that's the uh, the hard luck Spider-Man who's been doing it for 20 years and has got a pot belly and eats too much pizza. That's your Spider-Man. Isn't that sad? Yeah, um, <laughs> sort of, sure. Isn't it cool seeing the movies that Marvel is doing now and how consistently good they are? Oh my God, they're so good. Right, right. Can you, you Do you remember, I remember there was one point in the 80s, Dan, where this was all being dreamed of. Someday there's going to be computers and they can, they're really going to be able to do these you know, movies for these superheroes. But at the time, all that there was was like, there's going to be a new X-Men cartoon maybe. And then you saw the preview and it, there was Wolverine riding around in a kangaroo's pouch. What? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you remember that one? No. 
I'm so proud. I hit a blind spot and even dance encyclopedic knowledge. Google it. You will learn. Yeah, and and it was it was depressing. It's like, why are you going to do Wolverine like that? Right. Oh. The, the thing that the thing that would get me with like the X Men cartoons is you'd watch the X Men cartoons and it would have like the coolest opening cartoon. Oh, but then but then they made a really good X Men cartoon soon after. Yeah, the the one from the nineties. The yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That was a different one than the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. We have these panels at convention, the Women of Marvel panels, where they have mm-hmm. a lot of our uh, female creators and our female staff, and they they take questions, like, and huge attendance. And one of the questions they always ask to the crowd, and it's usually mostly women, is what got you into comics? And that was, like, the biggest gateway drug for so many female fans. Because we had so many strong female characters like Rogue and Storm and Jubilee. And that became like, that's, you know, was such a foothold for so right. many The first episode comics. started out with Jubilee. Yeah. And so it was a great entryway. That's right. That really gave everybody a lot of hope, too. That comic, that cartoon. Marvel's in the news this week because on Monday they released this new sizzle reel previewing Phase 4. Did you see this yet, Dan? It is. It is like, I saw it and and it got me pregnant. It it's so it's so exciting really? it immaculately concepted yes yeah right. I, have a, I have an mcu baby in my belly <laughs> but most importantly i thought what was really interesting about it is it really emphasized that feeling that you get by being in a theater watching these movies with other people they're like the first studio to finally come out and be like hey don't forget about movie theaters you got to come back later this year we need you in, right. in in the sizzle reel along with showing you like everything from phase one through three they show clips of people watching it in the theater at the key moment of Endgame when oh, all the portals so open. Avengers! And you hear everybody freaking out. Yeah. Chills. Ugh. I got that, chills That was the that. best <laughs> moment of the entire MCU so far, for sure. There, there yeah. was, there's so many, but like the moment where the, the Mjolnir goes to Cap and he catches, that's when everyone just lost their collective mind. And when I yeah. saw it in the theater, everyone was just like, oh my God. <laughs> what's great so what what's great about the marvel cinematic universe is there's like 60 sometimes even going back to captain america and the timely characters like in from the 40s there's there's this giant wealth of material where they get to Mm -hmm. hand pick and cherry pick the best parts to make the best movies so like when you see there's a Captain America story where at the time he wasn't called Captain America. He was kind of wearing a, an outfit like us agent. He was calling himself the captain where he was having a team up with Thor. And up to that point, no one really in comics other than Thor had picked up Thor's hammer and the, the hammer was lying on the ground and Thor needed it. And cap ran over and he grabbed it and he threw it over to, to Thor and every comic book fan who read that freaked out. Oh my God, Cap yeah. was worthy. <laughs> but when you look at that moment, it's one moment in one comic where Cap's in the wrong costume and it's this thing's happening. And it's just where the guys at Marvel studios get to look at that and go, no, 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 no. We're going to stick that moment yeah. in the coolest moment of all Ugh. time. We're going to build that like an operatic. Whoa! And then you see that and you will lose your, goddamn mind and we did <laughs> we did 
I mean, it's beautiful to see. It really is. I, I mean, you, you get some of the best story writers, and then it's just all the repetitions. You know, every every comic book is a new chance to to write a story, and all those reps and all those times you come out with gold. It's driving the culture. Uh, really. It's like it, Hollywood's out of ideas, but comic book writers sure aren't. Uh, no, I, no, dude. There's ideas everywhere. I I look at like a show like Ted Lasso, and I get excited. Mm, or I look at like, yeah. you know, so, so many different things that are out there that I go, oh my god, look at that thing. What's this? The Good Place. You know, what's this over here? What's that? Mm. There, oh yeah. There's always yeah. great ideas everywhere. Uh, the fun, the hard thing about being a a writer for Marvel is you can't fall back on we not like when I grew up, I I grew up in a world where you could tell people, you know, Spider-Man is Peter Parker and the Hulk is Bruce Banner. And other than that, they didn't, you know, a guy on the street didn't know who Iron Man was, but 13 Mm -hmm. years ago when that, after that Iron Man movie came out with Robert Downey Jr., the world knew that Tony Stark is Iron Man. Suddenly the world became geeks that you can Mm -hmm. ask a person on the street, who's Steve Rogers. They go Captain America. If you do Mm -hmm. that 13 years ago, people on the street couldn't do it. You're in our world now. It is amazing how Marvel can mainstream any of their comics, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody knew what Guardians of the Galaxy was. Now everybody does, you know, it's incredible. It's Oh my, I can't wait to see how people react to the Eternals. Um, yeah, like I'm sure guy on the street doesn't know who the Eternals are, and and it'll be could this be the next Guardians? Could this be the next thing where you go? Yeah. Oh my God, I love all these guys. I want to see what they're going to do next. The thing for me is the the hard part about being a Marvel comics comic book writer now is it would be so easy to to lean back into all the stuff that Marvel comics that, that Marvel Studios has built. We can't do that. We have to go forward. We have to think about what's going to be the thing in the future. We want to be, we want, always want Marvel Studios, you know, picking at our stuff. We can't, right. you know, rest on our laurels and go, hey, everyone knows what the Infinity Gauntlet is. Let's do another Infinity Gauntlet story. No, we got to, we got to push forward and do the next thing. I think mm. they hit on it in the key. For me, one of the best things I've seen come out in a long time. And um, I think it was in the original. Spider-Verse event, but then they did it in Spider-Verse, and then in this trail sizzle reel today, they touched on it again. It's this element of family. Like, you're all connected. Yeah. And, you know, there there can be whatever Spider-Man you want. You get to have it now. You know, whatever version of God you want, you get to have. But that we're all connected. You're not alone. And and that, they're touching, they're starting to touch on that, and then I just think it's it's a beautiful thing. And it's very, it's starting to feel like a religion, but a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, I wonder if they did that because of the pandemic, everybody being separated over the past year. You know, it's a nice reminder that you do have friends in the Marvel universe. There are things that connect us. They're they're not just things that divide us. There are things that connect us. And this belief in, you know, good overcoming evil and family and all that good stuff. This whole, the fact that all these movies are connected, that there's this giant lattice like a comic book and, and suddenly the Falcon could show up in the Ant-Man movie or you you never know. It's all one universe. Um, Mm. The, we all get to know the Marvel cinematic universe. We, we all now know this, this lore and, one of the things that happened to me during the pandemic, like to everyone during the pandemic is suddenly we're not getting our hit. 
we're not getting our where's my Marvel Cinematic Universe? And then WandaVision comes out. WandaVision. And then you're like, oh my God. And everyone was suddenly like, (laughs) I know. We love we loved WandaVision with you know Falcon and the Winter Soldier now also. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you. Give me my next hit. Where's my next hit of my Marvel Cinematic? Now we're getting it every week almost. And Loki's coming. And what if cartoon is going to come out? What if is going to be great? Yeah. (gasps) So much fun. So thank you for what you do. It's amazing. Um, If you ever, you know, suddenly on your next project, you know, they're like, what do you want to work on, Dan? And you're just like, I want to write a God comic book. And that's it. (laughs) That would be cool. If not, whatever. I understand. You get your pick. You get your pick of the litter. God's pushing the comic book hard. You're pushing that Uh, hard. I'm so desperate. What if you join the Fantastic Four? You can be the fifth. Fantastic Five. I don't know if my powers are up to snuff anymore, Jesus. I, <laughs> okay. I can't even win a wrestling battle against a Jacob. Would, <laughs> Jesus, would, would you be like the kid's sidekick? Yeah, I'll the be a sidekick. Yeah. I'll be the Robin to God's Batman. Sure. That would be awesome. <laughs> He's got a built-in, if you kill him, he comes back thing. Yeah. So. But maybe that's a problem because it's not much of a surprise that I come back. Everybody knows I'm going to come back. <laughs> no, but you'd, you'd, get that like Spider-Man. Cool, you'd get that cool quick. How do we save that, like, guy stranded on that boat? Quick, Jesus, run on water. Run! (laughs) And then I'm, like, dashing the Incredibles. Finally, a chance to use my power. (laughs) Does anyone need wine or bread? (laughs) That, I would like to be my power in the comic. Oh, that'd be You could be, like, attacked by, like, a giant fish, and then suddenly, boom, loaf. Throw some Merlot in his face. Take that. The Holy Spirit can transform into anything. A smoke monster. Whatever you need. A bear with the head of Kirk Cameron. Anything. That's a good superpower. Wait, would, would yeah. the angel of death be like your nemesis? My nemesis? I, I think my nemesis is more Satan. But even Satan I sort of work with. You know, we're all part of a team. We just don't. It's we, like a, We all love to hate each other. Yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> you don't get along with your colleagues all the time, but you're still sort of friends. You know, there's resentments. See, I, it's, yeah. it's complex. I was wondering what yeah. kind of adventures would you have? Like, oh, my God, someone's robbing a bank. Like the God signal. <laughs> <laughs> and then you cut to me, and I'm just, like, on the couch with a bong, and I'm just, like, ignore <laughs> notification. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you do it. You take care of it. For me, the problem is motivation. And mental health, you know, I I just started taking lithium, gang, and I'm feeling better already. I think God would work more like a like a Commissioner Gordon or a Zordon, you know, like <laughs> like you, you know, you'd send a message to the Pope, and he'd get into his Pope mobile. It would be great. I I'm gonna go with that. Whatever Dan says is gold. Let's do that one. Um, well, thank you so much, Dan. What do you, is there anything you want to promote before we go on to playing some some games? Oh yeah. Uh, coming up, if you've never read Fantastic Four before, we are coming up uh, this month with our, we're doing our 60th anniversary of the Fantastic Four. And our first big event, we're going to do multiple things, but our first big event is Dr. Doom. Ooh. Dr. Doom has taken a bride. Oh, yeah. I've seen you know, you, the Bride of Doom. I've seen you tweeting and about this. <laughs> the Fantastic Four will be at the wedding. Oh, how nice. So they've been invited. So it's uh, crazy things are going to go down in Latveria. Good for Dr. Doom. I mean, is he all robot or? He was, uh, I'm just trying Mr. to. Mr. Fantastic. Uh, he was like in the same college. Oh yeah. That's and... right. He's got a suit of armor on. Yeah. 
So our first game, which were developed by Death. Thank you, Death. My oh, pleasure. Nice. You know I love game night. <laughs> Why don't you lead the way on announcing our games or, or hosting them? Well, our first game is Superlatives. Which Marvel character is most likely to be a game show contestant? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is this to me? Yes, Dan. These are all, sorry, we're putting this all on your shoulders today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll chime in. I'm, I was actually thinking of my answer. I would go with Aunt May. Oh, uh, that's perfect. Exactly. You, like, run down the aisle. You see, have- you see, I was thinking Wolverine, and that just makes no sense. Aunt you May, just- come on down. You're come the next down. contestant on The Price is Right. Hulk gets yeah. mad and just destroys the entire set. Hulk, no! Plinko is gone. <laughs> but she'd like call a friend and she'd call Peter and his spider sense would help him pick the right answer. <laughs> or he doesn't answer because he's busy fighting oh, crime. No! <laughs> Goes to voicemail. <laughs> oh, this could help us pay the rent. No. <laughs> Which Marvel character is most likely to give up his or her career as a Marvel character to open up a muffin shop? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Human Torch. Okay. If the you know you ever the power goes out, he could keep you know lighting those muffins. <laughs> That's right. He could start his own brick oven pizzeria. Most likely to be involved in a hit and run. Wow. <laughs> Daredevil. Daredevil. Oh yeah. <laughs> you just put him behind the wheel of the car. You're in trouble, man. Who's most likely to have a Vegas wedding? <laughs> Vegas wedding. I actually did that in She-Hulk. Um, oh. She married, she married J. Jonah Jameson's son, and uh, an Elvis impersonator did the uh, ceremony. There you go. Um, She-Hulk. But let, let's say Dazzler. Dazzler would, would have a mm. Vegas wedding. Also good. Oh, nice. Yeah. What about a paparazzi favorite? Who who is a whore for the paparazzi? Ooh. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Wonder Man. Because he's the superhero who's an actor. There you go. All over that. Dan is acing these, Yeah, these are, like, very well-reasoned. Yeah. (laughs) This is great. Who's most likely to frequent an olive garden? (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Let's say Hercules, because he'd probably be, like, drunk all the time, and that's the best time to eat olive garden, kind of like like Taco Bell. (laughs) Yeah, this is great Italian food. (laughs) And he he goes for the bottomless breadsticks and all that. Oh, that yeah. Oh, we're going for bottomless. Let's make it uh, the blob. There you go. The X Men. And our last one: Who's most likely to have a Samsung and not an iPhone? Crazy. Oh, Um, let's say Captain America. He's he's like using a clamshell. He doesn't even know what what is. is Yeah, I I just melted out of the ice. And Samsungs are so confusing. You accidentally post your dick pic online. You don't even know what you're doing with the interface. Oh, no. (laughs) That's a callback to a real thing that happened. Um, But, yeah, I... That's a great answer. Uh, how confused. I, I love that. Like, just how confused Captain America is by... The modern world. <laughs> uh, yeah. I hope they did a lot with that. Thank you, Death. That was really fascinating, those questions you came up with. My pleasure. Thank you, Angel of Death. And and it doesn't stop there, gang. We have more. A game of Would You Rather, right, Death? Yeah. I'm under Marvel exclusive contract. Let's let's see what happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is a fun, this isn't dirty. Okay. 
All right, Dan, would you rather be stranded on a desert island with Spider-Man or Hulk? Oh, wow. I'm going to say Hulk. Right. Because he has the best chance of like, you know, if a boat comes or something, what's Spider-Man going to do? Shoot a web? It's going to be this giant green guy jumping up and down. You know, like, exactly. Whoop, and, and ripping and down Hulk palm trees, just... spelling the word help, but spelling it wrong because he's stupid. <laughs> He, he can just jump so far. Yay. What if Hulk gets mad at you, though? You're dead. I don't want to risk Hulk having a temper tantrum. Ooh. Ooh good point. Oh, that's true. Spider-Man. Is, so are we saying there's no hope of getting off this this island? If so, I would choose Spider-Man because he's just so amicable. I would choose Jesus, honestly, because he could walk on water. Ah. Yeah. Ooh. We wouldn't be stranded on a desert island. <laughs> There's no being stranded on a desert island when you're with me. Where's Namor when you need him? Or Aquaman? Namor would just go screw you and just go right back into the water. And then you'd be alone. (laughs) alone. Namor's a jerk. Yeah. Lecherous. Would you rather party with Iron Man or Wanda? I'm going to say Wanda because Tony is a teetotaler now. Ugh. You know, he has to, you know, he's he's got, uh, you know. Good for him. Yeah, he's he's doing everything. But conversely, like, yeah, if you do it with Wanda, suddenly, like, yeah, I don't know, you're, you wake up and you're in My Three Dads or something. You're like, oh, what? What just <laughs> happened to me? What? Yeah. I'm in Perfect Strangers. What? 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 <laughs> Wouldn't that have been great if they had Perfect Strangers? Uh, <laughs> I loved all the theme songs. All oh. of them. They were wonderful. It was Agatha all along. I'd rather party with Iron Man. He seems like a lot of fun, doesn't he? At least in one. Yeah, but division. he's saying he's sober. He's sober now. He's yeah, not clean and sober. Still, now. he's sociable. Still, still fun. Sure. Yeah. yeah, sure. Also, he's you're the expert, Dan. I won't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong, Jesus. <laughs> what about a nice, relaxing spa day? Would you rather do that with Captain Marvel or Captain America? I'm gonna say Captain America because. Um, he seems like, you know, because if, if I'm going to be walking around in my robe or whatnot, um, he seems like the kind of person would have absolutely no judgments. Captain America is just cool with everybody. <laughs> but n- not that Captain Marvel wouldn't be, but I'm like, you know, it's cool. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop, Dan. Yeah. You're going to get in trouble. Oh, would you rather be roommates with Grit or Gamora? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to say Groot. I, I would like to be roommates with Groot. Groot. Um, I would there would always be a nice, a nice clean pine scent everywhere where you'd go. Yeah. Groot. Yeah. And there'd be all that extra oxygen in the room. Oh, Groot. Yeah. Would, nice clean. You know, air. everything would be like, yeah. Groot. With Gamora, there'd be lots of knives lying around. Yeah, I feel Ooh. like Gamora could just turn on you in a second. Yeah. And Groot, the- <laughs> Groot's all chill. I love houseplants, so I would definitely pick Groot as well. Groot. Absolutely Groot. <laughs> All right, so now we have another game called Devil's Advocate, where we're going to ask some some tough questions, maybe some plot hole type of questions, and see what your response might be. Oh my! If Thor can literally control lightning, yes, why didn't he just zap Ultron and have him short circuit? Because Ultron is made of vibranium, and vibranium ah. can take any kind of energy or attack. Yes, one for one. All right. You're in my house. <laughs> <Deflected>. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. What happens if Spider-Man has to save someone in wide open space countryside? No buildings to swing off of, just yeah. wide open fields. Are there trees? 
It's oh. it's like Iowa. They're few and far between. Let's say no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So is, is the person falling, or are they over there? Like, are they, are they about to get run over by a thresher, or like, what's the scenario here, God? Um, death. Them, like they're falling and they don't have a parachute. Let's, let's up the ante. Yeah. What if they What if they fell out of an airplane? Oh yeah. Well, then if, if that, he's just going to make a giant kind of web net. It doesn't even have to, like an airbag. He's gonna, uh, he's gonna use all his web cartridges and just it's okay. gonna Okay. Well let's say there's a bomb gonna go off in a barn in uh, like ten seconds, and uh, even at his max speed, he's twenty yeah. seconds away. Yeah. Uh-huh. What now? Well, that person dies and he feels bad <laughs> about it. He feels Thanks. awful. I mean Spider-Man's not he can't do everything. Come on now. No, that's that's the way that works. That guy blows up, and then for the next issue, Spider-Man's Thanks. like going. I failed him, and then he throws his costume in the garbage, and he, <laughs> and he feels terrible. He always then, throws it in the garbage. Always. Always. <laughs> and then, then he'll have that, but I could save his son. You know, or <laughs> his son's in danger. Now I must, you know. Oh, Spider-Man, you try so, rip you little try so hard. Save you him. try so hard. We love you, Spider-Man. That's the fun of Spider-Man is that he will flat out fail <laughs> like like we do. Mm. Yeah. So you go, oh, Spider-Man, no. And he always gets up and keeps trying. Or Spider-Gwen. Yes. Spider-Gwen is now going to have her own movie, I think. And I think that was created during the Spider-Verse event. Um, yes. How exciting. It was, it was created by other guys. Um, okay. All right. Jason, Robbie, and Rico. Um, and she's amazing. And All I right. love her very much. And I'm rooting for her. Okay, so here's a tweet. Some of these are just tweets. <laughs> Franklin's dad is a hoe. What? <laughs> that's that's the name of this of this person, which I think that's um, Mr. Fantastic. M- Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards. Okay, so Franklin's dad is a hoe says, could you imagine you send your son off to Professor X's school thinking uh, he has a better life now? Yeah. You look on the TV and Juggernaut just threw him into a building. LMFAO. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I mean, darn, Professor X. What's the question? It's just, <laughs> it's just, what, what, what is Professor X doing with these kids? You know, they're, he's getting yeah. them into danger, isn't he? You know, he? They literally have a danger room. Yeah. Did, did their parents know? Did they sign off that they were yes. going to be used on missions? Well, or it's not that they sign off. It's that Professor X is like, they will come to my school. They will come to my school. <laughs> okay. Like, Questionable ethics. Uh, oh, no. Why did your child like get hit by a flamethrower and like oh. five lasers? And you're like, <laughs> that happens all the time. That happens all the time. <laughs> that is one of the best powers, mind control. Yeah. No, it's All right, it, this yeah. this one's a little body, but so let me know if you don't want us to include no, this. But it's all good. Superhero slander, which if you haven't seen Dan, I think you might. Have you seen this? I These accounts. Know. Oh my goodness! This 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 could really help spur ideas for you. Uh, I, not to say that you need help, but no, no, it's, it's just fantastic. Th- these things, these whole things people say. This man, Mr. Fantastic, can change the size of any part of his body. An invisible woman still went and cheated with Namor. Obviously, this man is doing something wrong. Oh, my goodness. Why did she cheat with Namor? Was, was Was it the body part, or did he just treat her like she was invisible? 
<laughs> um, because Namor is a man of action and sometimes Reed gets so carried away with whatever scientific discovery he is working on, he blocks everything out. See, um, I knew it. Sometimes that happens. I am going to avoid the body part thing. Right. <laughs> but Exactly. I knew it was because he treated her like she was invisible. Uh, Darn it, Reed. Darn it. Take your your wife's your relationship seriously. <laughs> All right. Captain America went back in time to live a fulfilled life mm. knowing Bucky was being tortured somewhere. Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So this oh. whole thing of, of, of Captain America going back in time in, at the end of Endgame really yes. threw people for a loop because they're like, why did he let 9-11 happen? Oh, man. <laughs> um, oh, dear. Like, yeah, because... Yeah. Because if he did, then the events of Endgame wouldn't have happened and it would have been a paradox and the Ancient One warned us of that? Exactly. 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 Uh, Thank you, Dan. Thank you. How dare you ask these questions, human? Oh my, no, they're, 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 yeah, they're the, all the horrifying questions we have to deal with. In Letting 9-11 happen was one of the hardest things Captain America oh, ever Jesus. had to do. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's true, though. It's all right there. Anyway, um, help me, Jesus. It's 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 messed up, Stephen Rogers. But you know, you, you do what you have to do when you're a hero. With great power comes great responsibility, and sometimes oh. that means letting bad things happen. All right. Well, that's it. We're we're, we're going to stop putting you, you through the ringer, Dan. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I'm getting all these little like texts from Marvel. Don't answer that. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. There, you know, a whole other series. Captain America back in time. Ignore, oh, just blocking things out. All right. So which Marvel character do you want to be for a day? Ooh, which Marvel character do I want to be for a day? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I am going to say Thor. Ooh, yeah. That would just be cool. It would be uh, more than anything than the flying or the lightning or any of that. Just be able to walk around and pick up the hammer and go, see, see, worthy. That would just save you so much therapy. Humble brag. Yeah, no, but it'd be like most of the day you walk around going, am I worthy? Am yeah. I? And then yeah. just to have that little like, you know, less of a yeah. hammer and more of a security blanket. He's got that big hammer Validation. Yeah, it's like. He's I got that confidence of knowing he can pick mm. up that big hammer anytime he wants. Yeah. Captain America has it too. But no, yeah. but th that would be a nice way to start your day. Like you just pick up the hammer and go, oh, yeah, I am worthy. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let's go. Now I can, now I I can do the next thing. I don't need to look in the mirror and do my affirmations. <laughs> no, it's just like, hey, I've got a self-confirming uh, worthiness hammer. Because the, yeah, the, the hammer is very judgmental, I have to yeah, say. It is. <laughs> That's one judgmental hammer. How dare you think that I'm not worthy, ham Hammer. MC Hammer. All right. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. What a jerk. Uh, which Marvel character do you want to be for the rest of your life? Oh, man. Um, which Marvel character do I want to be for the rest of my life? Um, you know, you want to be Captain America. You want to be that person. But you end up being Spider-Man. And... <laughs> You know, leaving little webs in J. Jonah Jameson's uh, chair and doing all kinds of petty things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I love him because he's he can fail and he can be petty. 
Um, but he always does the right thing eventually in the end. He realizes when he's done wrong and he fixes it. And he's just like, you know, we are all Spider-Man. Exactly. We, we, all, we all trip up. We all split our pants. We all do all the silly things Spider-Man does. And it's fun to see him do that and still try to be a good person. I'm interested in everyone's answers on this one. Jesus, who, which character would you be? That's tough. I would like one that um, could fly or fly adjacent. So I <laughs> Right, because I didn't give you that power. I really love Iron Man. I'm a nerd. We don't talk about my love for tech much, but I really love all of Iron Man's gadgets, and I love his personal assistant way better than Siri and Alexa, it seems. So, yeah, I think I would I would go with Iron Man. I know that's kind of a basic choice, but I'm a nerd. <laughs> you know, I think that I love that for you, Jesus. Really? I Yes, because, you know, you don't have that many powers, but that would give make you such a badass. Let them try to crucify you again, <laughs> wearing the Mark... 3000 right. Iron Man suit. I like to shoot things out of my hands. That's cool too. <laughs> How about I you, Dad? <laughs> I would want to be, I think I'd want to be Wanda because she just has such a big heart. She loves so hard, which, you know, I relate to. And I want to know what people think all the time. And I'd be able to have that control. Yeah. Mind reading is very I, cool. What I like yeah. most about Wanda is the absolute zero accountability. <laughs> you can just mm-hmm. take a whole town, make them your little dancing puppets, and then you can just leave. Dan, <laughs> her husband died. <laughs> she, got, she got a new one, a white, uh, you know, an all-white new model. <laughs> yeah, it's like She's a, going through a lot. Um, yeah, I. Uh, who would I be? Wow. Wow. I mean... I've already said I identify with Galactus and um, the Watcher, uh, Doctor Manhattan. You know, when every time Doctor Manhattan's like, "I am tired of these people and being caught <laughs> in the threads of their lives," I just I identify with that so much. <sighs> but I want to be Captain America because I want to be worthy. I want to get that feeling too. You know, just being like, "I'm you're good enough, God." You're good enough mm-hmm. uh, because hey nobody God. believes in me. Nobody believes God. in me. If Mulner believes in me, you're good enough. Thank you're you. good enough, God. I, you listen to me. I believe you're good in enough. God. Thank you. Every day, people are telling me they're jumping out of their skin to be like, "I don't believe in you," mm. and it's like, just imagine if that was your life. Anyway, anyway, I, I liked this. You said if if they had an ice cream flavor named after them, what would the flavor be? And Death, but Wanda would. Wouldn't want to see a pistachio. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's time for Ben and Jerry's to start rolling out some Marvel themed ice creams. That would be great. Yeah. So we're almost at the end of the show. We're going to play this little game called Rose, Thorn, and Bud. So everyone picks the things they liked during the show and they, they can give a rose to that. And then if there's something they didn't like, Thorn. And things they want to see more of, bud. I'll start it off. I want to give my biggest rose to Dan for showing up today and putting up with us for all of these questions the entire show. Thank you, sir. You knocked it out of the park. And we love you and your answers and everything you brought to the table today. Yeah. Thank you, God. I want to give a rose specifically to Dan's 
very well thought out would you rather answers. I was yes. not expecting so much logic, but then I remembered we have a comic expert here. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> if it was just us, we would have been like giving some really lame basic answers that weren't. Which we did. Uh, <laughs> I, I, would, I would give a rose. To, to Angel Death's uh, pesto. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, you got some? Uh, yeah, I sent some over. Where's mine? Oh, I, I only give the guest a gift basket before. Oh, I see. <laughs> Calm down, Jesus. There's <laughs> leftovers in the fridge. Okay. Give, give, give a rose to uh, Jesus's Iron Man suit. That sounds fun. <gasps> Thanks. Yay. I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a, a rose to Dan's superlative answers especially his samsung not an iphone answer that was very <laughs> eye-opening for me yeah captain america doesn't get the new stuff i will give a rose to uh to to god's uh, desire to have his own comic book oh exactly thank you dan if you can dream it you can do it true believers um, I give a thorn to everyone that's not here today. I don't care what your excuses were. <laughs> How dare you? That's awkward because I won't be here next week. Slackers. And I'm doing that on behalf of the listeners because anytime that any of our beloved characters are not on the show, they are upset. And I'm right there with you. How dare you have a baby, Moses? <laughs> we got a show to do here. And sure, it might be dropping today. Sure. Sure, but just, you know, come on. The God Pod comes first. I'm going to give a bud to more nerdy Marvel comic talk. Yes. I like talking about Marvel television and films. Yes. I, I also give a bud to more fun discussions of things that bring us together, like Marvel comic books, and less to, oh, all the things that make us sad. And I will give a bud to the new line of Ben and Jerry's uh, ice cream that is coming out that will be Marvel themed. Ooh. All right. See, I feel like you're joking, but I bet that's going to be a thing one day. If yeah. not Ben and Jerry's, someone else yeah, yeah. is going to put it out. Ben and Jerry's might be a bit too controversial. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. It's big business. This is Disney, folks. It's Disney. So thank you so much for joining us today, Dan. Oh, it was fun, God. It's yeah, been thanks. wonderful awesome. uh, getting to know you. I love reading your tweets and following you. If you if you want to follow Dan on Twitter, check him out. He's he's a fun follow. Uh, we'll see you next time on the God Pod. The Lord has spoken. Thank you for listening to the God Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, give us five stars. And thank you to our patrons. We love you, heathens. The God Pod is made possible by listeners like you. If you support our anti-extremism, anti-cult, pro-sanity cause, join our Patreon. You'll gain an extra 90 minutes a week of The God Pod. Join today at patreon.com slash thegodpod. Thanks, humans. <laughs>